Hello, we're back again with another spooky, spooky episode. Uh, we're kind of, we're not dumb, but there are five Fridays this month. We thought there were only four. Well, because a normal month you always hear like, oh, four weeks, but the weeks start on different days of the week. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to have five spooky episodes. I think maybe the last episode we should do like one like iconic murder like a like a mass murder or something like like that's what i'm gonna do just one story each and like just really dive into everything because there's two that i have in mind that i want to do but so i mean we could do that just to like switch it up it's not just small stories because today all mine are like kind of short i don't know what you have yeah mine are pretty short too so there won't be too much to dissect but (laughs) still something to freak you out a little bit do you want to go first well one of i was just gonna say like because you kind of talked about something that not happened to you but like something you knew like yeah. personally i used to go ghost hunting i used to love ghost hunting did we do that together we did a couple of times yeah, yeah we went with your mom one time, mm-hmm. my we? mom and i would go all the time like with anytime. your cousin too like we went out uh, and put, i don't think Brittany. it was my cousin we were oh, really yeah we went out and put like would um they're like if you put a oh you're, that's the one yeah okay because you didn't go out there with us you so sat in the car i went yeah but you, you did but not I, go out there with us i think i got out of the car i just didn't walk in i was not walking in the damn cemetery. no it was so yeah to sum it up my mom and i go a lot like whenever we travel on vacations if there's like spooky stories or mystery or just anything in the area we'll go like check it out like at one place we were at i think you were with us uh you were supposed to like put something on the grave and walk around in circles and no it was like a hair tie or a bracelet or a ring because she would tug because it was a widow so she would tug at your wedding ring because like her fiance died or something i went somewhere it was in south carolina oh maybe i'm thinking about a different time this was we only went with my mom it was literally just my mom and and us and there was so much stuff on the grave because you were supposed to put a ring, but I think people just put whatever they had. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of like hair ties and bobby pins, just like anything that they owned. And then you're supposed to walk around the grave. And so, yeah, my mom and I are like real, not really anymore, but I mean, still, I think if we went on vacations and heard something, we'd probably go do it. But we like sought it out a lot more before. So in high school, uh, we would go pretty frequent like just anytime I heard anything we'd go do something and I guess I have two so one of them we went on Ash Road which like it was supposed to be if you go above a certain speed limit it was supposed to do one thing if you went below a certain speed limit it was supposed to do another and if you went right on a speed limit it was supposed to do something else I don't really remember like all the details about it but I remember we like tried like literally everything and nothing was really happening and then we went down the road multiple times and I think it was like the second or third time we got to the end of the road my mom's car like shifted gears I remember that yeah so we were like what the heck it like shifted gears without her like touching it Mm -hmm. and so then after that happened we're like all right we're good like cool so we left (laughs) um ash road I don't remember what road it was though is that the same road where they say like if you drive down it multiple times sometimes it's a dirt road and sometimes it's a paved road oh well maybe it wasn't ash road i don't know why i said that i can't remember, I can't remember what I road with, it is though i think was. it starts with an a i don't know 
And then, so, like, that was pretty freaky. And then the other time, we, I don't remember why, but we were with my cousin and my aunt and my cousin's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And we were all, I don't know why we were all together, but we were. And then we just brought up the idea of, like, hey, let's go ghost hunting. Yeah. And so we were looking things up, like, in our area. And we drove pretty far to go to that grave site. Like, it was. It was out there. It was far. So the story was, if you put a penny on a little baby's grave and then went back to the car, you would, like, hear the footsteps or there'd be, like, baby handprints on your car. So we didn't see anything that was, like, supposed to happen. But what did happen was me and my cousin's boyfriend went out to the graveyard after we like already put the penny and like all that stuff and we took pictures i don't know why we decided to take pictures but we did i hate that and so i took a picture of the gravesite with the penny there and i didn't look at the picture until we got back yeah. or like we're on our way back and there was a face in the picture I remember that. Like, it wasn't just, like, an orb or, like, you know, that people claim to Do see and stuff. you still have that picture? It was on my old phone, and I... But I really want to, like, get into that phone and find that picture, because I still have the phone, but... You should try and get into it, and if you can, we'll post it. I've, oh, I've tried so many times. I'd probably have to, like, take it to a store to get oh, it unlocked, really? but... um. Have you ever tried hooking out to your computer or anything? It wasn't an iPhone. Oh, what was it? It was my slidey oh, Samsung. Mm-hmm. That was forever ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I remember being so freaked out in the car. I was like looking at the windows like, <laughs> like is there other handprints? Oh, hell no, get me out of here. Yeah. I think that's the same time when we like drove across the bridge and like you're supposed to get out and go under the bridge and like oh, something yeah. will happen or whatever. Because it, it, it's like trolls or something supposed to throw rocks at you. Yeah, I, so I didn't ridiculous. go under the bridge. I was like, I'm I did, but no one like, everyone was like, get back, get yeah. back. And I was like, like nothing's happening. Marie, get your ass over here. Yeah, I just like don't, I don't know. It's not that I don't believe it, but I just like never believe that it's gonna happen to me yeah i don't know but yeah so nothing happened that was supposed to but i do remember seeing very vividly a literal face mm-hmm. in the picture i hate things like that like it oh, was so it weird because you because you didn't see it yeah. and like if i looked in front of me yeah. it wasn't there but it was distinct shit. eyes nose mouth yeah. ears like ears Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I well, thought it was like on a head. I thought it was like I, a literal oh, I don't know why I thought like of like ears. <laughs> yeah, I was like ears. No, it was like a legit like whole head. Like it wasn't just like a like a smiley face. It was yeah. like a vivid like, picture. So that was my like pretty much only actual like encounter that I can say like I had physical proof that it actually happened yeah. and it wasn't just like a oh like yeah, we this felt like it happened. Mm-hmm. No, we like that was there so i mean i enjoy like going but i never like do the thing because (laughs) even like i took bailey and claire and ronnie out to a graveyard one time and they were out and i was staying in the car i drove so i stayed (sighs) in the car i was like if anything happens we're getting out of here i was like i am not getting out of this car and walking in a graveyard at 12 o'clock at night not doing it not doing it oh i think that stuff's funny I mean, I feel like it's, like, it like gets your blood flowing, and, like, yeah, I like the adrenaline, adrenaline but right. I just don't want anything to attach itself to me. Yeah, I'm glad that they don't do hazing. It's called oh. hazing. They have to do, like, some crazy shit. So, like, uh, spend the night in a graveyard, and, yeah. So, like, hazing is, like, these crazy things that you'd have to do in order to get mm-hmm. in. A lot of times now, hazing is, like, oh, drink 
whole keg of beer like it no okay obviously not a whole keg but it's just like i'd be more, dead <laughs> yeah it's more like drinking related or just like dumb stuff yeah but like, like um, before it was like actually like physically insane things but i don't know they're not supposed to do it anymore and obviously a lot of fraternities still get in trouble and sororities i guess i can't leave them out but they people still get in trouble for doing them but um i remember my dad he will never tell us because like you're not allowed to tell people like you can get in huge trouble you can get kicked out of your house if you do spill the tea and so my dad has never told us like directly what he had to do or because when he was in a fraternity like it was fine like they it was normal and but i could never if they wanted me to to do something crazy to live stay the night in a graveyard i'd be like all right good uh, nope it's not worth it i don't need to be your friend i don't need your friendship (laughs) that bad no definitely not but yeah so do you want to tell your first one? First story yeah okay so the first story is kind of crazy but it says nothing ever happens where i live since i live in a small town in a gated community you can <laughs> relate <laughs> um my little my little sister told me that our neighbor her friend was moving to arizona but the dad was staying behind We didn't know why, but didn't think too much of it. Later, we found out that the dad is staying here because he has to go to court because something happened to his mom, Barbara. Police got a call that they didn't, they hadn't seen Barbara at church for over a year, which don't you think it would have been suspicious like a couple months? I don't know. And then it says, keep in mind that Barbara is a 90 year old woman that lives with her son and her family. Come to find out that Barbara fell over a year ago and died and her son put her in a body bag and put her in the back of a car. Her son took her only a mile away from their house and put and parked the car in the back of a church parking lot that and nobody noticed the car for over a year. He hid her body in the car so that nobody knew that she died so that he could take her money. So I'm guessing like she had like social security checks uh, coming in and she fell. Wouldn't you think that her will would have been more worthwhile? I mean, I mean, I mean, depends on like how many like kids she had, like I how guess. it was gonna be dispersed. Like, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't in the will. Some, if he's, I mean, if she was living with him, you would hope. I mean, yeah, but you never know. Some people's families are crazy. I just can't imagine. Like, first of all, someone has to go and take her body. A- a decomposed body for over a year wouldn't out of that, that car. car have been towed that's what i was thinking especially a small town but, well some people stay late at church like but the same car like think about the pastors yeah, and stuff it, if every time they're getting there they're like oh this car's still here yeah i guess that's true it's kind of weird that they didn't notice it but i mean you never really know i don't know i'm just like yeah oh, that's messed up could you i mean maybe he wasn't super close with his mom I mean, I guess if they lived together, if they lived together, you would think. But maybe but so, he, because, maybe she only moved in because she was old and yeah, didn't want to go to. Maybe they didn't a, have a good relationship. Yeah, but I'm just like, if my mom died, <laughs> yeah, I would love to be collecting her money. But like, I could not stand the thought of like a proper, yeah, like burial or like funeral, like, and like the family didn't notice that. The family had to know. The family knew. The family had to know. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You are out a person and a car. They're gonna realize that. 
There's no way. What I don't understand is she said that the family was moving away. Oh, yeah. So maybe they, like, knew he did it, but they, like, like, if it was his family, like, they didn't want to, like, turn him in. I don't know. But, like, I I thought they were saying that he had to stay because of the court date based because of that murder. No? Well, I think they moved away, and then she said, turns out... Like, he had been... Because I think he had been staying for a while. Oh, okay. But I, I don't know, like, when they, like, found out that, like, there was a body in this car. Yeah. Because who just has a car that's like, eh, I don't need this. I can sit it in a parking lot and kill. <laughs> like, what? Us? We had three extra cars that didn't really run for, like, three years. I guess, but... We still have... We have a truck that But that no you would have had to take the license plates off because they could easily track it back to, and if they find... I mean, that's probably how they did track it back to him. Yeah, I, I feel like there was some flaws in his plan. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> clearly, but it, it took a whole year, or roughly. I was like, how much of, like, you really cannot have a heart or, like, a conscious if you really yeah. do that. To someone you don't... I'd be sitting about that, or think sitting there thinking about that every day. At, at all day. I mean, I mean, I get it, like, people, like, he didn't kill her. Yeah, but, like, every time you drive by it, and think about the chills you would yeah, get. Yeah, and not necessarily not saying, like, doing that to someone that you don't know would be easy, but doing it to your mom? Yeah. You, you really messed up in the head if you're doing it to your mom. Literally, I, I'll say something mean to my mom, and then i'll sit and think sit about up. it for literally an hour and then i'll end up going out to her and be like hey so what i said like even if it was like a week ago be like hey so like remember when i took my like anger out on you like i'm sorry like it wasn't you because even the other day i said something or she asked me if we had finalized our plans Who? it was on friday my mom of you, you and i oh yeah because i told her that like we might be doing stuff whatever or like going out and then like in the morning she asked and then at like five o'clock she asked and i was like i don't know mother and she's like all right just trying to stay in the loop sorry if i'm annoying (laughs) she always says that keep me in the loop you know she's like was just trying to stay in the loop sorry if i was annoying and i know and i was like oh dang it i messed up (laughs) did you say sorry right then um no because she walked away walked out like five minutes later and i was like so I know I took my anger out on you <laughs> and I'm sorry. She's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what she does. She's like, okay. Like she, I was like, I'm taking that as an acceptance, but <sighs> yeah. So all in all, I don't think I could ever Put hide my, my mom's body dead body. body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a year. Yeah, definitely not. Okay. To um, the next. So this story it's off of didyouknowfacts.com. So it's just like, I think people just sent them in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read it exactly how they wrote it. Okay, this one's called The Neighbor. So a few years back, I rented an apartment from a friend of mine. He had recently bought it and had it completely renovated. He put it up for sale, but couldn't find a buyer. So I offered to rent it in the meantime. After moving in, I realized there was something wrong with the lady next door. She was about 45, but looked much older. She could sit up all night listening to Christian radio shows and talking loudly to someone. Mm. It got to the point where I couldn't sleep, so I went over to her place and asked her to keep it down. She opened her door, and I got a quick peek. Her walls all had crosses painted on them in different colors, and words like Jesus and angel scribbled everywhere. The windows were painted black, letting no light in at all. It was a damp, yellow-stained 50-year-old carpets, 
dog poop and cockroaches everywhere, but there was no dog. I asked her to please keep it down. She just looked at me and shut the door. Then she turned up the radio even louder. The next day, my girlfriend stayed over. I woke up in the middle of the night and see a shadow of a person next to the bed looking at us sleeping. I think I thought I was hallucinating because I usually do in the dark when I'm sleepy. But then the shadow started talking and it was my neighbor and she was holding something in her hand. She came in the apartment? Mm-hmm. She broke in during the night. And who knows how long she stood there. She said, you should lock your door at night and then walked out. The next morning, I hear someone making strange noises below my bedroom window. It was my neighbor talking to herself in tongue. Oh, hell (laughs) no. That's some devilish shit right there. She has a plastic bag in her hand and her rotting dead dog inside of it. It was so hot outside, and I could smell death from the bag. At this point, I'm so scared. She's obviously very insane. I go upstairs and knock on another person's door and ask what the heck is going on. And this guy was as scared as I am. Apparently, she broke into his apartment one evening as well while he was watching TV with his kids. He got up from the couch to get a snack, only to find her behind the couch staring at him holding a power drill. She was crouched down behind the couch? I guess. Yeah, find her behind the couch staring at him. She will never come back in my apartment. <laughs> what are you going to do? Ask her politely to leave? Bitch. Please put your power drill down. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what a crazy lady. At this stage, I'm basically pooping myself. I call the cops and they know all about her. Apparently, she is a violent schizophrenic and she has not been taking her meds, but they cannot force her Or enter her apartment without permission because she owns it. Yeah. So the only thing they can do is get her if she does something outside. So I sit up for the next two days waiting for for her to run out of cigarettes. So she has to like leave and go Uh get some. So when I hear her leave at 2 a.m. to go across the road to the 7-Eleven, I call the police. They have three cars and a, in quotes, special van over in less than two minutes they, they restrain really her and throw her in the van and drive her off to some institution and in less than a, a minute it's like she was never there i've never seen her again she st- and i still have nightmares about her looking at me in my sleep can you imagine waking up and having yeah some random- like i do feel bad because i get it she's schizophrenic but like living alone with that and not taking her meds like i I mean, I feel bad for her because in her head, like, she was probably doing what she thought she, like, needed to be doing. Yeah. But can you imagine just having someone that is, like, mentally unstable just, like, staring over? Like, I don't... Oh. Well, that's the thing because I've watched, like, plenty of shows that they've been Mm -hmm. featured in and it like is sad because it is very sad it's not something that they're trying to do and it's not Mm -hmm. something that they're that they can control and i'm sure it does like really alter their reality when they take their meds because it's something that they've gotten so accustomed to so it's like insane but it's just like (sighs) When you don't know that about a person and then you see them doing these things, it's it's so terrifying. 
can you I feel like that happens a lot when you live in an apartment and you have a crazy neighbor and like things happen and they like I feel you like don't cop- know them enough to like yeah. understand what's going on and I feel like in a lot of the situations the cops really can't do anything unless like they're caught in the act yeah and that's she's like true. Oh, you really should lock your door like it was locked lady. I know that's insane I, I mean unless he did really leave it unlocked I check all the doors before I go to yeah. bed yeah I mean in like dorm rooms and stuff it's super like common to just leave it unlocked did you yeah Hmm. not when we slept okay but like during the day but during the day if we were like going and knew we were just gonna be coming right back we'd leave Mm -hmm. it unlocked a lot which probably isn't great did you have any like weird run-ins with people on your floor like creepy people or were they pretty much all normal i mean they were pretty much all normal yeah there wasn't anyone like creepy there were some people that like did weird things Mm -hmm. just like how they how like different lifestyles live i guess and you could just tell that it was very different but no my floor was like pretty pretty chill because we all like the only time we ever really had to leave our rooms was obviously like going to class or like going to the bathroom but we all had like sinks in our rooms and like decently sized rooms so i could not live i don't think i'd ever want to live in an apartment or like any type of dorm situation i don't know i feel like i just like my privacy and in like yeah in those kind of settings you don't you do have privacy but people can see when you leave and i don't know i just do not enjoy anything like that yeah i don't like necessarily people knowing all of my whereabouts yeah i feel like my security is just like not not there when you're like living in a building with so many other people yeah but because even, like, having, like, a doorman or something, like, I would feel safer, but I would also feel very, not judged, but kind of. Judged how? Just, like, they know every time you're leaving and oh. coming back. And they don't know where you're going. They don't know where, but they know every time, like. Yeah. They know if you're leaving dressed in booty shorts and <laughs> a, crop top. a crop top that they're like, oh, she gonna go have fun. <laughs> and you out. come back and you're at like, at like 3 a.m. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, I know what you it's are some, up like, to. Dude running towards the, <laughs> the sweat. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> the walk of shame. Literally. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's almost bad to have routine because that's usually when people, like, get taken is because they Because they know. know your routine. Yeah. That's really true. That's right, so. That, wait, sorry. That is one thing that was, like, kind of weird about living in a dorm. What? Is that a lot of, like, class times start and end at very similar times, mm-hmm. whether it's the same class or not. So, it's, like, at 10 till 11 everyone would be coming out and we're like oh you go on class yep you go on class or and then everyone would be coming back back at 12 45 so it was just like that was one thing that was kind of funny and it was always nice because you would always at least get to walk out with someone Mm -hmm. but if you were like at random hours in the day it was kind of like not freaky but since i went to such a small school a lot of the classes were at like the same time so like if you didn't have a class at that time it was like dead zone yeah well like you almost felt well i walked lonely. through me and chloe i helped chloe move in and we moved in like since she's a cheerleader she was able to move in like earlier than yeah people and we were walking through the hallways and i was like how do people walk through these hallways by themselves it's so creepy yeah and like because the they're such off. old buildings yeah i was like i get creepy vibes from this yeah especially at night because it is just so like i feel like with bigger schools there's more people 
So it's more likely that you'll see someone. Yeah. But since these were such such small schools, uh-huh. it's less likely that you're going to see someone, especially if you move in early. I moved yeah. in early my freshman year, and it was like... Dead zone. Yeah, especially being in the room by yourself. It was like, yeah. I don't like this. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either. Or like, I like going... I like having my own bathroom, but when you go in like a huge bathroom that's meant for like 10 people yeah. and you're the only one in there, it's like... Like, I'm happy I'm in here alone, but I'm also, like, kind of scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, definitely. The next one. My dad does not believe in ghosts or anything supernatural, but he told me the story and it actually That's my dad. Out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's always scarier when, like, they don't believe in them. They're oh, like, and then this they have happened story. to me yeah. and I'm freaked out. Um, she said, when he was in college in Utah, he stayed in a one-bedroom apartment when he first when he first moved into the apartment he kept having a reoccurring dream that a big black mass kept crawling down his throat into his body and he would wake up he would sit up straight and be sweating and there would be a weird unusual pressure in his chest it started to freak him out so he decided to sleep in the living room one night to see if he still had the dream he was fine for a few nights so he continued to sleep in the living room but then one night he had the dream again he had been sleeping on the couch around the corner from the bedroom. Somehow in his sleep, he moved from the couch to the floor. And when he woke up, he sat up straight and he was looking directly into the bedroom. He moved out two weeks later. Can you, okay, so I'm, can you imagine like your room is like here and the, the living room is like around the corner and the couch is like over here. And somehow when you were sleeping, you, you crawled, walked, I don't know, here was facing in what? the bedroom have you ha- have you ever had a reoccurring dream yes they when i was little okay ready freak me out i was living at my old house and every night i would dream that this little it was almost like a mike wazowski oh, from Jesus. monsters inc like yeah. that yeah but like had like little like spiky like he's almost like cartoonish okay and a little troll like that would come in and take my feet and he would run away with them and i wouldn't have feet and i'd be really scared you're how old this is when i was at my old house and i moved here when i was six so yeah but i still remember it to Mm -hmm. this day very vividly because it would happen almost every night and he would take my feet and i remember how i stopped the dream it's not anything i did but it just happened one night in my dream was he took my neighbor's feet and was running down the street with them. And I was outside for some reason. And so I ran up to him and was like, give him, give her her feet back. And he like freaked out, gave her her feet back. And I never had the dream again. But wow. I used to have it every single You just had to night. address it head on. <laughs> yeah. And it was over. I feel like I've... I feel like I've had reoccurring dreams about like zombies. But it's like a different... It's like a different situation every time. Like oh, okay. I never have the same thing happen. But it's always like... It's always, like, similar in some way. But I feel like if you had a dream that a black mass was crawling down your throat. I almost wonder, you know, the people that make, like, Stranger Things or Harry Potter, where it's, like, these Dementors or these yeah. Demogorgons, like, whatever, that are, like, in your body. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they've ever had, like, how are they getting these ideas? Like, are they having dreams? Are they reading stories? Have they had encounters? Like, I mean, maybe it's none of yeah. the above, but it's just, like, how are they thinking of these things so, like, and yeah. making them come to life so vividly? Yeah. I don't know. Because the Dementors, I mean, I've never watched Stranger Things. I think it would really freak me out. 
but I really I wouldn't like, watch it alone. I yeah, and I have no one to watch it with. <laughs> but um, I really like the Harry Potter movies, but sometimes I'm just like, oh shoot, like like that's literally that is... darkness and death coming over you. Like yeah, that's so literally. creepy. I just Harry Potter. What's the <laughs> thing? What is it like? Oh, the whatever uh, spell. I yeah. Gluteus. No, not Gluteus Maximus. <laughs> I don't your... even know. But Gluteus <laughs> Maximus. <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, I'm just going to do a dream story, too, because I was debating between this one and another one, so I'll just save the other one for another time. Okay. Um, but this one's called I Would Always Have the Same Dream, and it's from the same website that, like, people send in stories. Mm-hmm. I read this one, and I didn't fully understand it, so hopefully, like, reading it out loud will help, and you, oh, or maybe you can, like, help me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, up until I was about eight or so, I lived in a really old house since the beginning of time had been bounced around from relative to relative until eventually my mother had been handed over the keys. It was two stories, a collapsed balcony on the second level, mold and mildew all over most of the ceilings, one tiny bathroom, and the toilet was outside, overrun with frogs and spiders and whatever other kind of Australian outback would throw at us. I was did, t- did they say what year this is? No. Because who has a bath? The only bathroom they have is Outside. outside. I mean, if it was passed down from generation to generation okay, to generation. True, yeah. I then, don't know why she would want it if it was moldy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's the same kind of thing because even my um, cousin, her husband, the house had been from, like, it was his childhood home. Like, his grandparents lived there and then his parents and then each sibling. Mm-hmm. So, like, the house was decently, it wasn't nearly, like, how they described this house, but... The worst thing about it was everyone, the reason they would move out is because they found a better house or because they passed away. Mm-hmm. And so all of their stuff was like accumulated in the attic. So like they had stuff from each sibling. They had stuff from the parents' will. Like it was just all that stuff was there and that was like their biggest complaint. But I mean, I guess because you're just like, oh, it's been in the house like or the in the family, family for so long. Yeah. If I don't take it, no one's going to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would not, if it was like this, I would not want to. But anyways, um, I was terrified as a child, scared of basically everything. I'm much better now, but nonetheless, I would probably have to put the blame on this old house of mine. I remember as a child that I would always have the same dream. I'd start in the kitchen, no idea how I got there, of course, and it was during the day, probably later in the afternoon. Nobody was around, so naturally, I'd go looking for my mother and father. I'd go to all the normal places, but mom wasn't in the laundry shed or the lounge room, Dad wasn't on the patio or up the back of the chicken coop, and my sister wasn't around either. I was starting to get worried, thinking that everyone was gone and they'd left me alone, until I heard a noise above me coming from the second floor, where the bedrooms are. Relieved, I would dart towards the stairs and jump on the first step. Then I felt it. There was something in the back of my head making me stop. My leg was raised up as I prepared to move up to the second step, but something was telling me that I shouldn't go up there. Of course, this thought was running rampant in my mind. Don't go up there. Don't go up there. Stay down here. Don't go up there. There's something up there. Finally, my leg dropped before I could reconsider. I pushed myself up those stairs, and even though I didn't want to anymore, I couldn't stop myself. Only slow down. Each step up was taken at an agonizingly slow pace, and I wanted so bad just to go back downstairs and find someone, run to my grandparents' house, and stay with them until my mom was home. But eventually, I rounded the corner leaving only the last few steps leading up to the floor ahead of me. And there was nothing there. I couldn't see anything in the stairwell. 
I started getting hopeful at this point. Maybe it's okay. Nobody's here. I was just imagining things and I'm going to be fine. But I'm still taking the slow steps up when it appears. Something's there. I can't actually remember what it was and I could never and I never could after I woke up. But it was horrifying behind belief. Beyond belief. And I would always try to close my eyes because that was my thing as a child. If you can't see it, then it can't see you. (laughs) But I could still see it. I couldn't blink. I couldn't shut my eyes. It was like my eyelids weren't working. I would even try holding my hands in front of my face, but still I couldn't block it out. I could see through my hands and I couldn't do anything. I was frozen, unable to do anything except stare at this thing all but a meter away from me. Whatever I saw, whatever I did for those eight years, I was at that house. I had to force myself up the stairs, day or night. It was horrifying. My mother sighed and tried to reason with me, and my father growled at me and called me a coward. And my sister just laughed and said the R word, that he was the R word. Mm -hmm. But every time I had to go up those stairs, as soon as I hit the top stairwell, I had to stop and make sure that I could cover my eyes with my hands or that I could shut my eyes. Of course, it would terrify me. But when I'd go to blink and wave my hand in front of my face and it wouldn't work and I'd realize I was dreaming. What? That's insane. So, like, he, like, almost couldn't decipher between what was a dream and what what wasn't because it was so realistic. So, like, when he would go up the stairs and, like, could cover his eyes, he knew he was awake. But when he was, like... When he couldn't. When he was dreaming, yeah, he would, like, cover his eyes and you could see right through his hands. I wonder, what is it called when you, like, are conscious when you're dreaming? Oh, it's something dreams. It's, Like um, a lucid dream? Maybe that's what it is. I know there's a term for it. Because you, like, know you're, like, you know that it's a dream, but, like, you can't stop it. So, if in the dream he even did that and was like, oh, shoot, like, I can see through my hand, I'm dreaming. How do you get out of that? That would be so scary. Like, you're like paralyzed literally because you're like in a dream but you're oh my god or like sleep i mean this is different but like sleep paralysis is when like your your mind or your body's asleep but your mind's awake and you can't move i've never had that. oh happen yeah to me. i have heard about that though i thank god i've never had that happen to me I'd yeah, i feel like out. anything like anything where you like can't control your mind because like even just like when you can't stop thinking about something like that's frustrating enough and that happens to me all the time yeah when it's like, like oh my gosh just stop thinking about it and you're like trying to think about other things but it mm-hmm. always comes back like that's scary in and of itself but when it's something you know you're not even awake yeah oh and the fact okay if i, I wouldn't say like my family would do this but i feel like that's kind of like, I guess the mom was like trying to reason with him or whatever, but the dad calling him a coward when he's literally terrified to go up their stairs. And he was, what, less than eight? Like, that's horrifying. Yeah. Because I remember whenever I'd be scared, my mom would come sleep with me. Yeah. And she'd rock me and be like, your guardian angel's looking over you. But like, he's like I feel like, coward. yeah. That's insane. Maybe they were just like really over like protective of the house yeah because they're like we live i don't know but have you ever done that where like you're going to check something out and you're literally moving like a snail no really no i go full force i it's like ripping off a band-aid here i'll just say like one more thing that happened to me okay so i'll just end with one other thing that happened to me and if they ever listen to this podcast it'll be funny but so um my neighbor, I, we were like the same age and 
she lived like down the street so we would always hang out and she had this other best friend that would come over all the time and so the us through us three were hanging out for the very first time and they came over to my house and I was getting these weird calls, weird texts and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea who it was from, and whenever I would pick up the phone call, it would do that weird echoey thing. That means that they were close, So, yeah, so you know that they're super close, and so I would always be, like, freaking, I would literally be so scared because I, I was, like, we lived in the woods and I was like, oh, like what if someone's out there? And, um, oh well, my gosh, it was just so scary. Echo if the phones are like right next to each other. I mean, yeah, they have to be pretty close. Yeah. And, but it just kept doing that. And so yeah. I was like getting freaked out. And so I had never met this girl. So I was like, is it you? I was like, come on. Girl, tell me. Yeah. And so she's like, no. And she gave me her number and like said it wasn't her. And she's like, well, maybe it's someone down the street down the street yeah i don't know i was like well i mean maybe so we literally went to my other neighbor that had just moved in that was my same grade had never talked to this girl before are you calling me yeah you did yes we all three went down there and we they like asked i was like yeah like i'm getting these calls and like she's like girl i don't even have yeah and like we waited and it happened again and so I like showed her and she's like no and i was like what the heck and so i was freaking out and i ended up going in the woods because, see, I'm the t- I'm not going to take it. So I'm going to go figure out what it is. So, I, like, I went in the woods and I was like, if someone's out here, like, come get me. Like, let's come talk. Get, like, let's talk. Come <laughs> get me. Steal me, please. I was like, let's, let's deal with this. Because I don't remember, like, what the texts were saying or, like, what they would say on the phone. Like, I remember there was, like, noises and I think, like, some voice. I don't know. And I was just getting so, so mad. And it was, a, was it an unknown caller. It was a number. Oh. So we were like Googling the number and it was a 574. Like it was our area Mm -hmm. code. So I was like freaking out. Oh my gosh. I was getting so mad. And this went on until like 1 a.m. Like all throughout the night. It was pitch black. I was going in the woods. And then at one point, (laughs) I was like. Where were your parents? Asleep. (laughs) What? Your. This is like your old house? No, this was here. Oh. I was like probably sixth or seventh grade. And so at this point, I was like, I told the two girls, I was like, I'm going in the woods. I'm going to find this. Like, stay here. Stay here. I'd be like, no, you guys are both coming with me and we're holding hands. No, I was like, you guys stay here. Like, I'm going to go figure this out. And so I was like walking into the woods and then they got freaked out that I was like about to go walk in these woods by myself at like 1 a.m. And so they ended up confessing that it was her the entire time for the entire four hours she gave me a fake number yeah she gave me a fake number she's like so when i was like what's your number like are you doing this she gave me someone else's number i should have tested i should have you would have called it like put i know this number i should have but i wait who was it both oh, in on it i like, think yeah. you remembered i think i remember you telling me this at one point well yeah because then i had a friend over a couple i think it was bailey <laughs> and you guys tried to do it to her no she did it to bailey <laughs> she does it to every single person (laughs) yeah literally anyone that doesn't have her number but it was so freaky because i literally thought someone was like coming after me (laughs) wait wasn't it wasn't or maybe bailey was here 
and it happened wasn't it you that someone left like a mean note in your mailbox oh my gosh yes <laughs> i've had two death threats or <laughs> death threats okay whoa they were like leave blah 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 alone or else and then like skull faces and, like, drawn you, like, on like, it never talk to that person ever that they mentioned i mean i i yelled at them one time <laughs> because they were in my backyard when we were in the pool watching us swim oh, like watching my cousin and i in our yeah. bikini swimming and he, they were like sitting in the woods and like i saw them and heard them so like i yelled and i like told people and so i think their like ego was bruised well, when i told people yeah i know like that was so stalker like very very stalker like yeah. there's no denying you're hiding in the woods watch us swim yeah what? like what the heck and so um i like told people on my bus i think and ooh, the bus. <laughs> the so i told people my bus and he was on that bus so i think like his reputation was a little soiled and then his friend left me a note saying leave him alone or else like, skull, what skull, do you skull. mean tell him to leave me yeah alone and there i was like he's in my property i'm just relaying the information yeah. <laughs> like and it's people on my bus route so like obviously they live close so How maybe they should be watching out friend not to be a creeper and then know, we wouldn't so have any weird was it so was it weird. you that someone wrote something in your driveway too or no i don't think they ever wrote anything in my driveway they just tied it to a stick and threw it in my driveway another no that was the or else oh, school, the or, school, school. Uh, or else yeah like what are you gonna do i know i remember we like took it to the kid that name was on it and he was like that's not even how you spell his name like obviously he didn't write that he would have spelled his own name right yeah so then we knew it was my neighbor <sighs> oh the drums yeah my <laughs> like i hate that's why i hate when people are like why are you even scared to live there you live in a gated community you're like oh that doesn't happen you live in a gated community i'm like y'all that gate keeps people out it does not keep the cra- like the crazy is already in here yeah it, <laughs> it ain't, like it's keeping them in it's my yeah. oh and i mean i guess it'd be easy you can literally walk around the gate you can walk around the gate or you can come in through the woods yeah like it is not i, I mean it, it's, it's less just, likely for like big robberies yeah. because people can't get their vehicles in yep but i mean if you drive through the out if it's open yeah like it's not that and the out is motion censored so as long as you can get in yeah you're fine you can do whatever you want so imagine if you had to type in a code to get out that'd be such a pain oh that would be a really big pain but i'm just like just because we have a pretty looking gate uh-huh. that doesn't work half the time and is only closed from like nine to five yeah. in the like at night like 9 p.m to 5 a.m like the crazies are already here or they're gonna find a way in like yeah. i'm sorry yeah i guess if they want to get in they would get in exactly like it's not that hard someone drove through the gate to get in they drove straight th- yes. they hit it we have had the broke? gate broke like three different times because people will push it open or it'll open and then they'll hold it open for other cars to come in and it'll mess it up one person just like ran through it because they broke it yeah that's a, it's a pretty large gate that ruin that mess up your car you would good. think I don't know if they, like, drove through it, like, as it was closing. Oh, okay. And maybe that, like... Is it not censored? Will it still close if your car's in the way? Yeah. <gasps> <Perfect>. <laughs> I'm glad I know that. Yeah, I never tried to make it. Um, never tried to make it. I know. I remember one time it was closing, and my mom and I were going through, and she just, like, started honking, and I was like, what do you think that's gonna do? It knows. It knows. <laughs> like, 
Oh my god. I Dude, was, could you? She's like, it was a reaction. I was like, do you think, like, if, if it really did hate your mom's car as she was going through it, that, like, they'd have to pay for it? Or is that just your own problem? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I know the person that, like, they didn't know who hit it. Because there's video camera. Yeah. So they had video of the car, but they didn't know whose it was. They didn't, do they didn't have the license plate number? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I just know they, like, couldn't find who the person yeah. was. So, like, we got a letter sent out, like, if you know. Well, like, really? there was, like, a reward for... Because if you break the gate, you're you, going to have to pay for it. Yeah. I would not want to have to pay for that Yeah, gate. exactly. And it's been broken, like, three times. So... Because we pay, like, homeowners association and stuff and to, like, keep with the upkeep of it. But it's never... Like, they don't want to make our costs go up because someone else hit it. Yeah. And yeah. so, normally, they, like, just charge the person that broke it. I wonder how as long as it was, be. like, a purpose, purposeful. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If it broke while you were using it, that's not really, like, something you can control. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. I just... I remember they, like, sent out a thing and it was, like, if anyone... <laughs> they literally said... It was, like, a blue Honda or something. <laughs> and they were, like, it'll most likely have a big dent on the side. <laughs> gets it fixed immediately (laughs) so then nobody knows because i guess it like wasn't a car like regularly in the neighborhood they said because obviously they can look yeah because they can see like they have all the footage they probably know like who frequents in and out yeah and they're probably like this red ford fiesta (laughs) driving way too fast through this game in the neighborhood every time you know who she is know five hundred dollar reward (laughs) we need to get her oh god yeah so i just think it's fun to like fly through the gate is that bad even my my gate at my house like down the hill i'll fly through it so quick no i find it so so fun i'm like let's dodge (laughs) i go so slow i stop all the way at the stop signs i use my blinkers Mm, yeah yeah <laughs> can't relate mm, no cool. i can sometimes if there's people around i do but if it's yeah, just like true. if it's just like i'm turning the corner and there's not a car to be seen in a neighborhood i hate when people ride my butt in this neighborhood because i'm Dude, just like yeah i don't i whenever there's cars around i'm very polite yeah but if you're gonna ride my butt in the neighborhood i'm like excuse me what if your kids are outside playing and i run over your kid because <laughs> you were riding my butt please think about that i just run it over <laughs> Oh, all right wow we got really off topic but <laughs> yeah all right. uh i hope you enjoyed our spooky weird stories Creepy yeah stories. but they weren't too long today because we got to keep up the content and have enough for five episodes worth yeah five but like three more yeah i have a couple like unsolved mystery ones for next week so okay. be looking forward to that maybe i'll do one of those two just a tie in with the theme. yeah so hopefully we don't pick the same one <laughs> just kidding all right well all if right. you want to follow us on instagram it's at simply marie marie podcast can't speak it's okay why do we start a podcast i don't know Little, can't speak? <laughs> neither of us can talk ever but it's and fine. then my personal is kaylee underscore pretty and yours is alexis rems Alexis Rams. And yeah, I guess we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.